Um, that's the uh, Wicked Witch of the West theme. Oh, okay. I, w- I knew I recognized uh, it. I was like, I, I've heard that somewhere. Because we've got some wicked witches in our midst. I don't even want to call them witches. That's a disgrace to witches. We have wicked witches I was, everywhere. I was confused. I was trying to read my numbers in Spanish to see if I could. And uh, spoiler alert, I could not. <laughs> I, am... <laughs> I was like, sis, cinco. Ooh, uh, qu- qu- uh, Trace. Um, <laughs> so, uh, welcome to Frail Town. Um, I don't speak Spanish as well as I should, which is a sad thing. I took, I took, I took four years in high school and three years in college. I literally am at a. If I had to go to college right now, I should be able to walk in and be like, "Give me three hundred level Spanish." And I, I yeah. can't. I can't. I know. I know. I talked- library and uh, Spider. That's it. Nice. Nice. The Biblioteca. Yep, and Naranja. That's it. Uh, Oh. I, uh, my dog speaks more Spanish than me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Rocco is a fluent Spanish speaker. He's, he's fluent Spanish speaker. Uh, now he's bilingual. He's, so he's better than me. I took, I took one year of Spanish in high school. Okay. Um, that's not bad. And, but, but I worked in a kitchen for a few years. So I learned. You learn a lot. You know what? Actually, the one the one thing that I can always reliably produce out of my mouth in in Espanol is "Donde está mi novia?" <laughs> because that is what the bus boy would say to me every time. time he came in the kitchen. All the time. Yeah. And I would point. I would point to the back mm-hmm. and be like, "Your wife is right there." Because was girlfriend. the whole family worked there. It is girlfriend, but I was like, "Your wife is right there," because <laughs> I was seventeen and I didn't understand the difference between a wife and a girlfriend. That's fair. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, she's right there," and he would look at her and then look at me and go, "No." <laughs> nice ramon was the shit shout out to ramon ramon sounds uh, awesome i i hope he's still he also used to he was the bus boy so he would like he would get into the conga line because it was like a caribbean themed restaurant uh-huh. with his little bus bucket and then as all the tourists were in the conga line away from their table he would just like sip on their drinks nice nice yeah <laughs> He knows how to live. He knows how to live. I was, mm-hmm. um, I was, I was reading this. Uh, so I was reading this this article. I just found this one wrote. It was on Medium, so it wasn't. I guess it was a real article. It was more a blog post. But I was reading someone's blog, sure. and they were talking about uh, how when they were working as a waiter in Manhattan, um, there were drinks that were so expensive they never got to try them that they would wait until they got like right out of the eye shot <laughs> and then like take a sip just to see what it was like, yeah. to, like, just to experience it. And when I read that, I was like, man, I I don't know what that feels like. I guess I haven't. Like I've never been. That level of like I'll never get here. I've never been that that level of, of poor. I think, and that that's that was a I guess it's because I was poor in Alabama, and it was like the level of poor to rich in Alabama is like you feel like you can make it. It's like I can do that. It's not that right. much, it's not that much higher. Everyone in Alabama's poor. I I will say I've never I never drank strangers' drinks. But, uh, well, actually, no, that's a lie. I did. There was a person sitting next to me at a table at an airport. Mm-hmm. And they had, a, like, a real big glass of, like, really nice Pinot Noir, which is, like, my favorite. And they got called to their plane. And they had to run. And they left, like, most of a glass of, like, oh. a really fancy Pinot Noir. And I just reached out and pulled it over to my table uh, and drank the rest of it. No, that's just yeah. you doing a but service that for was, That was pre-COVID. That was pre-COVID. Uh, I mean, I, does it? I, I don't know enough to know if it matters post-COVID. <laughs> Can you get COVID from drinking someone's drink? I truly don't know. I assume I maybe- I mean, every, every, 
Every sip you take, there's more backwash. Every sip you take. sip you take. Ding, 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 ding. Every slurp you make. Every taste you taste. Every... (laughs) 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 It's just more backwash. Oh, can't you see? <laughs> you have COVID nineteen. <laughs> oh my god! But my poor heart aches when they pour it down the sink. Oh, okay. So. Oh. <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> there's a point to all of this, uh, and that was not the point, though. I did enjoy the trip. Um, we, uh, I, I want to talk a little bit, uh, real quick, V, uh, about something that I think um, is happening that I'm terrified about. Oh, you mean everything? Sort of, yes. <laughs> I was, I, I'm going to reference uh, a tweet from my good friend, Chris. Uh, shout out to Chris, friend of the show, friend of, friend of everyone, friend of the world. What up, Chris? Uh, Chris tweeted t- today, actually. I don't really watch The Handmaid's Tale because I'm fucking living in it. <laughs> Chris has a point. Um, it's getting mad. Handmaid's Tale out here. Is this? It's getting not Chris Sardina, is it? From the Desiree Alliance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that sounds like a Chris tweet. Shout out to Chris Sardina, friend of the show, friend of our life. Um, yeah, it's getting mad. Uh, it's getting real. Handmaid's Tale. And here's the thing: I don't know how familiar you are with the Handmaid's Tale, but are you familiar with it? I've watched. I read the book, and then I started watching the show, but then I just got too irritated with June because she keeps endangering other people's lives. I couldn't watch the show because that shit was just too bleak for me. I was like, I can't. I can't. Like my wife uh, loved it. I don't know if she still watched it. Yeah. I think it took her too far. I was like the first season. I was like, I can't do this. This is. This is, it's too, it's, it's dark in a way that I'm just not willing to be dark. It's like, no, thank you. I think you. there's, there's, there's a level of catharsis as somebody with a womb mm-hmm. who has grown up in a uh, very patriarchal society. Yeah. Like it, and I, a religious I get it. Society. I, I think, I think the thing with the handmaid's tale though, is that like people talk about, and you know, I think that tweet from Chris was very important to point mm-hmm. out like, Oh, I don't watch the handmaid's tale cause I'm living in it. But the fact of the matter is, is that like plenty of people before this have been living in that situation. It's just that now we're doing it too. Well, I think it was, it was the scale, right? So before you could right. be like, ah, oh, someone grew up in a house where that was the situation or they grew up in like a congregation well, of I mean, people like a convent where they all did it the same i think the the, the thing that yeah. that makes it the the most terrifying is that it seems to be scaling across the entire nation and it's, it's happening at like a state level right now which is wild uh which you know yes should be like like giant red blinking like oh my god oh my god oh my god lights uh instead everyone's just like oh and sipping i will i, I was gonna say say pinot but then i was like wait we just talked about that sipping chardonnay <laughs> um no i i think what it is is that you know i keep seeing people in um washington and i love you my fellow washingtonians but i just <laughs> okay i you're fine um but Are like you? no also, no give it to them raw they love it you guys I keep hearing people in Washington be like, oh my God, people in Texas, people in Florida are all deranged. Like, look at these terrible laws. But there are 30 states right now with laws 
that they're trying to get through. That we could describe as draconian. That could be described as draconian. And that's just for trans people, laws that affect trans people. That's not even the laws that other states are trying to pass to restrict abortion, uh, you know, lots of other things. So it's, I think the, oh, look at what they're doing down there. At least I live up here. Like, yeah, for now. Also, theoretically, all the states allow slavery as long as you're incarcerated. So that's... I mean, that's true. That's true. I mean, now I, I think I, I, I think I've been seeing like, you know, we, we've been seeing a lot of um, negativity, sex negativity. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I'm a sex neutral person. Uh, <laughs> really? Sex neutral. Yeah. Interesting. I, se- I think that, it, you know, sex is just a hammer, you know, only if you're doing it right. Da, 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 da. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you, you can use a hammer for good and you can use an, a hammer for evil. Like there's a lot of things you can do with a hammer it is just a tool yeah. like anything else so i am a sex neutral person okay i appreciate okay. if you're sex positive that's great but we're starting to sway towards the sex negative and you can see that i mean I, i've been watching it i don't think yeah. we're swaying towards the sex negative i think we've always as a nation from its found founding been sex negative i agree with you yeah we've been sex but negative i also for a long think time. i think we made a lot of gains we did Especially around and the 60s. We made a lot of real those, strides. Those gains, and not even just in the 60s. I mean, in the new millennium and, you know, getting gay marriage. True. And even though that's not what we were asking for, we right. weren't asking to thing. get married. Yeah. I mean, it was it still, still a thing. Like, you still get some protections by the law and you're gay, which is fair. Right. It's really strange to me to see, like, young queer people and young trans people talk about, like, it's like, sometimes I feel... It, I, I, okay, I love that there are young queer people and trans people who are not experiencing, uh, the same traumas that people in, uh, my age group did, mm-hmm. uh, as queer people. But it's also like, I think people are getting too comfortable with what? the fact that, um, Americans accept yeah. queerness and transness because yeah. it's not just a given that progress moves ever forward. Things can go backwards and they already are. I think that's like a, and I, I think that's you a can't common. Just I think that's a common complaint yeah. uh, for marginalized groups in general. We're, we're at over time. So like in the initial fight, I think there's a, a lot of zeal and energy and then uh, something's accomplished. And then like the relax relaxing happens, right? Where it's like, oh, we did yeah. it. But to your point, those that progress isn't concrete. It's not permanent. Right. It, and it's it happened because of uh, extreme pushing forward. And if, if we don't keep pushing forward, it will get pulled back and you kind of have to continue to push forward. And I think it just feels like, uh, especially for the younger generation that, that grew up into a more accepting world than it currently, than, it, than the one we knew, I think, if that makes sense. I think it's yeah. harder to convince them that they need to keep pushing. Right. But then, I mean, you have kids who are, who have grown up in this and now it's, I feel as though there is this trajectory of sort of vilifying sex and sexuality as a way to, and I use this in big quotation marks, uh, save the children. Um, mm-hmm. So there are uh, there are a bunch of orgs out there, and, and this is something I've been talking about for a long time, just from the perspective of being a trans sex worker but if you look at what's out there i was (laughs) i saw this recently there is this um the national center on sexual exploitation ncose they put out a list every year of the 
dirty dozen. Um, the Basically, what they consider is the top 12 contributors to sexual exploitation in America. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, you find things like OnlyFans. That's on there. And then you also find things like Reddit, the whole, the whole website, the whole Reddit, Twitter, whole thing. It's all contributing to sexual exploitation. Netflix, they don't like Netflix because Netflix, they did a series where they talked about sex workers and they used the word sex worker. And this organization considers the word sex worker a slur against, and this is their words, prostituted women uh which i don't know if you know this but that's actually the slur yeah and i'm guessing they take the stance that like no sex worker chooses sex work it's all forced yes yep you mm-hmm. stance uh also on the list the entire state of nevada just the whole state just all of it just just the whole state just the whole state all of it because they have uh legal brothels and this pissed me off but they specifically mentioned that they put nevada on the list because it quote violates the u.s constitution's 13th amendment what about boulder city nevada boulder city nevada i don't see that on the list is boulder city is it included in nevada yeah what about uh Tonopah? i guess so it's the whole city gardnerville are these all places where they're all places in nevada mesquite okay elko yeah everywhere Lachlan, everywhere sparks whole- oh d- bro definitely elko you they got brothels in elko Hawthorne, <laughs> prim Beatty, spring creek it's incline everywhere. village virginia city battle mountain the thing, the- zephyr cove i could do this for a while i have a really big you list could do this for a while. <laughs> there's a, a lot of state. cities in nevada it's a whole state goldfield no okay i'm done <laughs> Another thing is that, like, you know, this all seems silly and, and whatnot. Okay, one more. There's a city called Searchlight. I'm more. sorry. Searchlight is a city name. I just, I, yeah, super cute. Okay, done. Done. <laughs> so they've got all these things that you're good. They got all these things that are like, you know, on this list and it seems super silly, but you have to remember that this is an organization that, like, puts a lot of money into, like, lobbying. Mm-hmm. Um, for these types of things, for the change in legislation. But one of the things that caught my eye was they had the EBSCO. So EBSCO Information Services is a leading provider of online learning resources for schools and library. And they, so this is on their website. It says, though they market their products as age and this, they put this in quote, age and curriculum appropriate unquote graphic sexual content and live links to prostitution and pornography are easily accessible to k-12 students so basically ebsco provides an internet connection to schools so that they have access to resources and then the kids find some porn oh oh so they're just talking about the internet yes so they want, so, okay, so here's a question I have that's interesting then. Whose responsibility is it? And this is completely off topic a little bit, but it sounds like it's, mm-hmm. it's a fun topic. So I've, I've lived in a place with the internet, uh, like filtered, right? I've lived in a country that filters the internet. I lived in South Korea for three years. Uh, the internet. Oh shit, filter. that's right. And yeah, they filter the internet, right? So you you can't, there's no porn. Like you can, there's can, porn. Can but you like, use a VPN? You can, but it's dicey, right? So if you use a VPN okay. and they catch you, like you will get in trouble. Like they will kick you Uh-oh. out. Of the, and I was on a visa. So it was like, I don't want to get kicked out of the country porn. So uh, what I would do okay. is just, I'd, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to, like, I mean, like, yeah. like of all the things you get kicked out of a country for, like, porn is not the thing you want to be kicked out for. <laughs> just don't. So, I, I honestly, uh, I just, uh, I, I used a VPN and uTorrent to just, because uh, it sucked, but I couldn't buy porn. So, I had to uTorrent porn, and then I just uTorrent a, basically, like, a specific amount of porn that is the same porn for the three years. It was just the same porn for three years. <laughs> It was because like it was like I just did enough, and it was like all right. So I have a hard drive of porn. It was just the same ones. I got the classics that I just go to for three years. It was it was a real terrible time for wow. me. No, it wasn't fun. Not a while. I don't. I'm not happy. About it. Dark dark time. Um, <laughs> that was actually the name of some of the porns. It was dark dark time. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all of that aside, I would say, like, uh, for schools, I assumed the internet was filtered, is what I'm trying to say, right? Right. So whose job is it to filter the internet? Like, you give the internet to the schools, someone should be filtering it, right? Do we give kids, like, the straight-up unfiltered, straight-up, like, like raw internet? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it's like now. Yeah. But when I was in school, in high school, we could go anywhere because they weren't smart enough to put any sort of... I was scared to go anywhere because I, I, I thought I was going to get caught. Yeah, but like, here's the thing is that like, we don't know what their definition of pornography is as well. Because EBSCO, they are, most of what they're providing, the co- it's research content. It's articles, books, and like journals. It's stuff about, it's like academic shit that they're providing. So I've, I've jacked off to some, some articles in journal before. I mean, it's, sh- <laughs> it's all, anything can be porn if you try real hard, bro. <laughs> no, well, and that's the thing is that the thing is that we don't, we do not have a legal definition of pornography other oh, than. Oh, wait, there's I, a, there's a quote that I can make that a president specifically said. I know it when I see it. There it is. That's the, that's how we define yep. porn. We define porn as if I say it's porn is porn. That's our legal definition for porn, yep. which a lot of stuff can be porn. Like, there's so many things. Like, there's a, and I mean, it, to some extent, it depends upon, like, what, because we don't really define it. There's, like, a website. Like, I'm pretty sure if I have put in famous ladies eating hot dogs, I can find shit tons of p- photos of that. Because, like, dudes jack off to it. And I'm like, sure. is that porn? I is will it? say, when I was, when I was in, uh, when I was in uh, high school and freshman year, I did go to dolphinsex.org. Uh, yeah. it, it was a website. It was a website about, Always guaranteed. How dolphins are hot. (laughs) And it was a blog, a personal blog from a guy who fucks dolphins. Oh, wow. That took it way further than I was ready to go. I thought it was no, just like objectification. He no, no. He had a dolphin girlfriend, and okay, he broke up with her telepathically, and then she killed herself by ramming her head into a dock. It was very sad. So he he but he, he, he fucked a dolphin to death. He provided instructions on how to go into the ocean and seduce a dolphin. I what a can of tuna and like a hole in your wetsuit. <laughs> I assume that's all no, you dolphins? need. Honestly, honestly, you don't have to do much that? seduction Fine. with dolphins. A candle, a can of tuna. <laughs> people, people go diving with dolphins and get like dolphins legit like sexually assault. Yeah, human yeah, beings no, no, I'm aware. That's why I'm saying like a can of tuna and a hole in your wetsuit is all you need, really. Yeah, and the can of tuna yeah. is just so that they'll come towards you, and then the hole in the wetsuit is just access, <laughs> and you're done. <laughs> 
I mean, a candle for you, I guess. You you oh feel feel pretty. I don't know. God, that got weird. Yeah, real quick. Un- one of those <laughs> one of those underwater candles. Yeah, they make those. Those are things. Underwater candles. You light it. It's fire <laughs> underwater. Um, I see it all the time <laughs> on SpongeBob. Um, so I think to wrap up the point, though, I think it's to to your point. We don't know what porn what they're classifying as porn. And like, right. uh, I remember as a kid, and I think we all have the same memory of like the National Geographic, where it would be like showing people who don't wear shirts as a as a right. tribe, and we would all be like. Yeah. Ooh, like and, and like if you take that <laughs> but i'm saying if you take that as porn right like that's educational that i could see coming from an educational library service and then also right, like exactly. again my other question is who's responsible for filtering the internet that goes into like primary schools because like, you can't it's not i get you're not going after comcast I, wait is comcast on the list it's not on the of list of all the fucking evil companies in the world you can't <laughs> for the most evil companies you're like no they're good so i get comcast is on the list i'm bet chick-fil-a is on that list i bet i bet visa visa's on the list oh no i'm sorry visa's a contender and so is tiktok oh fucking assholes so anyway uh <laughs> the, the point that i think i want to make the most important relevant point for this is oh okay oh, i just want to let you know verisign is on makes the sense 30 dozen yeah i guarantee you it's because like they they're not discriminatory in who they work with but that's all it is it's just yeah we'll take money from anyone so they're yeah yeah that's god all this is and like I, we want to get i don't want to i don't want to get distracted how conservatives are capitalists but also stupid at capitalism i don't want to get distracted by that yes so what what i do want to say is that i think that that is uh even further proof that like sex is being tied to in a lot of cases like gender identity is being tied to education and then i think it's it's i don't think it, it should be i don't and then even like uh sexual no. preference like just being someone who is gay i don't think should be tied to sex like if you see two men walking down the street right. holding hands that's not sex and if i saw like and you would be comfortable if you saw a man and a woman walking down the street holding hands unless they were wearing a shirt that said like brother sister then you'd be like i'm Whoa. never i'm never comfortable around heterosexual people oh <laughs> i guess i'm not theoretically heterosexual i'm just stupidly monogamous <laughs> I'm pan and monogamous. It's, it's like it's like oh, I'm pan, great, but I'm monogamous. What? It's the most. Yep. I I get so much confusion listen, around that. It's I get it. Listen, I just, Jay, I we we all make choices. I we just, all make choices. Here's the thing, I, and I said stupidly, but I don't mean it. I'm actually very happy as a monogamous person. But it's just I I can't handle multiple relationships. It's just too much. It's emotionally too much for me to. It's handle. It's a lot. You have to get you have to get like a Google Calendar and. Uh... It just feels like, and see, that's the thing. I love calendars. It's the emotional work. I just don't have it. I. Can't can't do it <laughs> i personally love calendars in a segmented lifestyle i just i can't it's just the emotional work <laughs> is too much uh one person is yep. enough for me but i will say the thing that i think is is most telling is that oftentimes we think of or not we but what's being equated by legislatures is any mention of sexual identity or gender gender identity is being labeled as sex and it's right. it's to the point and i think it's it's just so that uh they can force bills like for instance, Florida's uh, bill, the House bill, it's House Bill 1557 and Senate Bill uh, 1834 that is both have passed through the Senate and the House, the Florida Senate and the Florida House, uh, specifically that uh, it's the don't say gay bill, the one that everyone has been talking about. Um, essentially, that, that bans any mention of sexual identity, gender identity from the classroom. What I really want, though, is I want a school where like someone talks about their, like a cis woman starts talking about like tampons and they just bust in and they're like are you talking about your gender 
But you know that's not going to happen. You know that's not going to happen. They're not going to police cis women. To be fair, I unless and I, I I could be wrong. I feel like that specific conversation uh, sure would would be considered inappropriate in a school setting because it's it's about tampons. I think if it was if it was like a okay dude, okay so like a dude talking but, about like, it, like wet dreams, right? So like I feel like I've had several coaches reference wet dreams to me in my lifetime as a student okay no big deal just thrown around wow yeah wet dreams get tossed around we talk about wet dreams a lot uh we made fun i remember a coach <laughs> making fun of another student for smelling like he had just had a wet dream he Go smelled jizzy sports he smelled jizzy yeah you should have you should have oh you played sports you would have you would have got exposed to a lot of jizz conversations there uh-huh. was i see this is this i know is about now. the existence of i don't know if you've ever heard of a game uh it's, it's it's a soggy biscuit. I'm assuming you've heard of this game. It's, uh, yeah, we called it Okie Cookie. It's okay, so cool. fucking gross. I learned about... <laughs> yeah, super gross. I'm not going to say what it is for the people who are on the podcast. <laughs> no. You can look it up. Google exists. <laughs> you can look it up. You can Google it. Google will tell you. Uh, but Of course, you're from Alabama. Of course, it was soggy biscuit. Yeah, because we have delicious biscuits. <laughs> and gravy. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we supplied the gravy. Ew! That's, that's what made it Ew! soggy. You yeah, said it. You, know, you said it. it ah! not you. Don't, don't get mad at me. I'm not the one who said it. You're the one who birthed this little biscuit of gravy. <laughs> I did say gravy. You're the I one who brought the gravy. gravy in the picture, not me. <laughs> anyway, long story story short uh <laughs> i guess uh come story short <laughs> um <laughs> i l- i first learned about that from a coach like from a, a an adult what? at school yeah that game i learned about that game in uh ninth grade from coach well damn i don't need to say his name whatever i don't <laughs> we're here he's the one who told you about it he's the one who explained the yeah he was like oh what are y'all doing playing soggy biscuit and i was like what's soggy biscuit and then he explained the concept and the conceit no. of the game to me and we were all like uh was like why would anyone do that and he, and he I, I and he was like people don't are worry gross. about it he was like people are gross and, and i think he actually might say he white brought it up he might even say white people, white people are gross. Uh, he might even say white people are gross. That might have been what he said. But long story short, I I first not, learned of it. It's not untrue. It, it's I mean everyone's gross. We just it's, everyone's gross in their own way. How about that? White people have they're just really openly gross. But everyone has their own grossness. Mm-hmm. But long story short, I feel like if that happened, I don't think there would be the repercussions. I think the tampon story because of the patriarchy would cause repercussions. Sure, because there'd be some little dude who'd be like. And then bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That's all that would happen. But I feel like like uh, like stories about just like like jizz, uh, any story about like wet dreams, anything about just like I feel like all of that is still going to happen. I mean, obviously, like at right. 15, 16, I think like there probably should be more conversations about wet dreams and jizz because like like we're just dealing with it. Because like honestly, like I right. will say this: while we did like make fun of a bunch of people, like it did help like contextualize what was happening to me. <laughs> like right. at least it was like cool. I'm not the only one just jizzing themselves at night and then trying to figure out what to do with <laughs> my fucking jizz soaked underwear like I'm not the only one who had to deal with this <laughs> I mean it's nice to know that you're not the only one uh, you ruined your Mario pajamas like it's just cool it's just cool <laughs> True story. I really did ruin my Super Mario pajamas. Um, oh, that's so my, sad. Yeah, Mario was never the same after you popped a nut in his eye. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> the mustache is just got all in it. Um, 
Yeah, this is all gross. I'm sorry. Uh, so long story short, I want to talk about the Florida uh, bill, which by the way, it is HB 1557, the Parental Rights and Education. Uh, but we are now at break because I, I spent literally five minutes talking about jizz. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one can tell you're bisexual at all. <laughs> A lot of jizz talk. Um, You're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm mostly heterosexual. By the way, have you heard of jizz? Jizz. Um, <laughs> it's got a smell to it. <laughs> it does. Okay. It does. It does. Well, and also it can, it, be, does. it can be buttery. People don't understand that. If you have a terrible diet, you can turn your jizz buttery. Fun fact. All right. We'll be back uh, from break after uh... this. <laughs> more like Florida. <laughs> I was going to say states' rights. More like states' wrongs. Ho <laughs> ho! Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow. Zing! It's, it's, uh, we're just dropping. Oh, we're, oh, we're just roasting the states. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to Frown Wow. Yeah. Welcome. States yeah, roast. Hello. Welcome to the roast of the states. Uh, honestly, if you had to roast the state, obviously I would. I get Alabama. You don't get to roast Alabama. I'm, I, I I reserve that for me. Huh. But if you had to roast Alabama, the state, Alabama's already pretty hot. I don't know if you need to roast it. I feel like you can. I feel like if you had to, if, if they were doing a roast of the states, we're gonna roast the state. <laughs> Which state are you gonna roast? I'm I'm reserving Alabama for myself because it's my state. Uh, I mean, I feel like out of the roasting that I do. You could roast a lot of I states because you've lived in a lot of them. Yeah, I've lived a lot of places. I roast Florida the most, probably. You think Florida? Well, I mean, everyone roasts Florida the most. It's it's a very roastable state. It has a whole meme inspired by just people who live in it. Like Florida man is it's, a thing. Florida, like, and for people who like, I know everybody's entertained by like Florida being wackadoo. Yeah. But like legitimately you would be in Florida and you would be walking along the beach and you would just start talking to some dude and he would be like, I lost my wife. I lost my dog. I lost my apartment. I live right here on the beach. I'm an alcoholic and I'm in debt. But you know what? Look at that sunset. Yeah, that's a real vibe. So people have very little to lose. And somehow Florida still manages to take. Yeah, they take everything. Florida is a roastable state. I feel like uh, I was going to say I... Of my top states, I roast. I roast Mississippi a lot. Uh, Mississippi okay. gets a lot. I think Alabama. I, I talk a lot of shit about Alabama. I, I I feel like I go after Washington, but then I feel bad about it. <laughs> That's very Washington of you. I know. I think I've been here too long. Like I, <laughs> I, I I'll be like Washington roast, and then afterwards I'm like ah, uh, but I don't mean it. I'm sorry. Uh, and it's really just because Washington looks so sad after. I just want to put out an accountability post about my former comments about the state of Washington. <laughs> that is me. Like I just want to clarify a few statements that I made. <laughs> I don't like the way I said this. You never like the way you said anything. But no, yeah, I hate the way I say Florida. everything. I do hate the way I say everything, but I am very comfortable with saying less roast Florida. Uh, Florida has decided, um, interestingly enough, like we said before break, to to pass a bill which uh, I, it's not actually enacted yet. So it is currently waiting to be signed by the governor of Florida, which is uh, who is Ron DeSantis. Which, by the way, as a side note, uh, did you see all the stuff that happened to uh, Andrew Gilliam a- after the election? So like DeSantis wins, I, that was a whole thing. Yeah. And then Andrew Gilliam just like went into a descent of like drugs and alcohol, like. Like shortly yeah, after Florida, baby, I, it, it's wild. And I was like, I, I don't know, I don't know if it was the loss that the did home, it. the home of Ookie Cookie. <laughs> 
Which, by the way, I refuse to acknowledge that as a game. The, the proper name is Soggy Biscuit, sir. <laughs> get it right (laughs) i'll just say this i just think it's funny because like if you've lived in florida like and people look people people look at florida and they're like florida is a trash place full of rednecks and it is full (laughs) of rednecks but there's also like florida trash place it's gorgeous it is really pretty and there's first of all there's a shit ton of gay people in florida i don't know if you've ever been to key west miami miami like fucking pretty much anywhere in florida orlando's really gross but yes uh or uh florida is a great place to be gay because you can wear a crop top all year long correct and so the fact that but it's also the state that banned the use of truck nuts (laughs) i like that that's your grievance with florida it's the state that banned the use of truck nuts it's it's, i i like to wear a crop top all year round but you can't but have no truck, truck nuts, nuts. Yeah. those that's your that's your scale that's the two if things it, you're if like if it makes Ugh. you feel better the truck nuts were always presented almost 90 percent of the time with a confederate flag so that it was a whole vibe what if um okay so i can't do truck nuts what if i did truck butts so now i put a butt on my truck because it's it's not <laughs> And it's like, because I have now I have a dump on my truck. It's a dump truck. Uh, can I do truck butt? <laughs> I feel like that should be. Well, I guess if you have a dump on your truck, uh, the only thing that's going to happen naturally after that is that the guys are going to be like, what? Yeah, what? Dump like what? butt. What? What? <laughs> I got like or like a, like with a little tasteful thong on the butt, just so like it's like a little thong on my truck. I feel like that. I've actually seen I've seen a car with a thong uh, before, and it's pretty okay. great. Yeah, I think maybe that's the move. Maybe we just so start the doing thing thongs. about the truck nuts is that they banned the truck nuts because truck nuts were so prevalent in Florida, and people were basically like, "Listen, I will go to the beach and watch people wear." dental floss as a bikini but by god i will not stand around and look at plastic balls bouncing I, a few a few of a point a counterpoint uh so one yes quality truck nuts are made from metal let's get that right these are steel. no they're not the i've seen quality steel are you well sure they were still and not just painted no no these were i they, they had a heft to them you could i held them okay. in my hand oh they, you touched them yeah okay. no, I, I, okay. I, 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 I grasped both of them <laughs> <laughs> when i had the truck cough it was it was I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm weighing these nuts. But no, like in truth, <laughs> I've seen like well-made, well-constructed. I feel like that's that's the difference. These cheap truck, cheap plastic truck nuts, of course. Of course, cheap plastic is, is not going to give you the gravitas of a well-constructed, like well-hand, like hand-molded, crafted artisan piece of steel truck nuts. You see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's that's the difference. You want something that has that, like when you like that just fills your hand and like weighs you down a little bit. Like that's what you want from your nuts. Sure, you're giving me. Um, this is for all of the uh, lapsed Christians in the room, but you're giving me like super like hard like Song of Solomon seven eight vibes right now. Uh... <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, okay. <laughs> So uh, I wanted to talk for a couple seconds uh, about 
the HB 1557 or SB 1834. Yeah, this this law that doesn't allow you to talk about Song of Solomon 7. You could talk about Song of Solomon. (laughs) Uh, I couldn't talk. I could. This conversation we're having about truck nuts, we could have uh, theoretically on a podcast. But if we had like if a a student in, uh, let's say like we were in Florida and a student was like, hey, why can't we have truck nuts on the trucks anymore? I don't think we could have that conversation, could we? I I don't know. I think it would depend. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's why they banned truck nuts in Florida because they're they like, have listen, the conversation with their kids. <laughs> they're like, listen, you guys, this nuts. is getting, I'm, this, this is, is getting, getting a little too, this is getting, this is getting a little too gay. It's getting <laughs> a little too gay, and people are offended. People are offended by the little saggy ball sacks that you put behind your cars, and uh-huh. I think that's the theme here is that people don't they don't want it's not just that they don't want people to talk about sex Mm. it's that they don't want people to talk about anything to do with gender so like if you're a trans person like how does that work if you're students ask you about your identity or they ask you questions or you have a trans student who comes to you and is like hi you seem like a person who is similar to me like i would like some guidance that's not gonna happen there's so there's gonna be a lot of difficult conversations well not even that like the bill so and this is the the language of the bill and there's a couple of different points that we we saw when we were reading through it it's two things a a school district may not adopt procedures or student support forms that require school district personnel to withhold from a parent information about his or her student's mental emotional or physical health or well-being so in that scenario that the last we were talking about if a trans student comes to you and says hey i have i am trans and I don't know how to talk about it. I think, or even I think I'm. I have feelings I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> what what this says is that you can't, and I don't know how what it means by withholding, right? So does that mean? And it sounds like if if it I means, know it, I it have means to tell that you. you are ab- yes, you are obligated to report. So if you hear this thing and then you do not say anything about it, that means that you are withholding. So basically, if a student comes to you and says, "Hey, I'm gay. Hey, I'm trans, and mm-hmm. I'm struggling," you are legally obligated to inform their parents. Which I don't know if you know anything about uh, the parents of uh, gay kids. But sometimes they're not all right. <laughs> they're not known for their supportiveness, uh, even in this time. Some like, parents no- are really supportive and great, but there are still a lot of people out there where it's like, and I remember there were there were some gay kids in my school who like they were gay at school, but not in front of their parents. You know what I, I was, mean? I was going to say that uh, the the surefire uh, indication that they probably are not going to be cool about it is the fact that the child is at school talking to a teacher about this instead right. of talking to their parents. Instead so of I their parents. I think yeah. by default, I think we could take the, like, if the child has, and I mean, children sometimes can be wrong about that, about these things, because they're not as intuitive as we want to, you know, want them to be, especially about something they're trying to figure out. But I, right. I would think that they, they probably have a pretty good guess. Like, I know, for instance, that my father wouldn't be cool about it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Like, I, I mean, even as an adult, yeah, like, yeah. I, and as we found out as an adult, I was right. Not cool about it. I will say I, I actually I thought my mom wasn't going to be cool about it because she was always talking about how gay people were going to go to hell. But then uh, when she found out that her kid was gay and trans, she was like, well, she basically 
reformatted the definition of her own religion to make it so that I would go to heaven. Aw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really nice. She's like, well, you are you were saved when you were 13 years old and you can't take it back. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't take it back. I like that you can't take you it can't back. You can't take it back. You can't take it back. You, you, gotta, you gotta go to heaven. You're so going to be in the loving arms of the Lord, our Christ Jesus Savior. <laughs> Whether you want to or not. <laughs> um, and then the other part of this, by the way, just so that we say I'm going to be up in heaven, like looking down at hell, being like, oh man, FOMO, party. <laughs> it's like a party. Yeah, no one fun is going to be in heaven with you, according to heaven's theoretical rules. Um, so upset! Yeah, you're going to have a terrible forever. The other part of this that is worth noting is, uh, and I don't know if it's section three, because this is poorly formatted but line 75 it's really poorly formatted yeah line 75 it's a school district may not encourage classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students and i don't know they don't define what uh developmentally appropriate means but which why is would a, they do that which is a fun-ass term because it's four why pages it, it, this is a four-page yeah. bill here's which, the thing jay why would they make specific definitions when they could apply this law so broadly yeah, of course. Uh, they also don't talk about what it means. They say they may not encourage classroom discussion. What the fuck does that even mean? How do I encourage? So like if it if the discussion happens, as long as I'm like, hey, don't talk about this. And then like I just, but I don't, as long as I discourage it. So I, as long as I don't like, I don't say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about sex and, and gender identity. Talk about that. As long as I don't say that. But if I'm like, hey, hey, don't do it, but it happens, is it okay? Like, how does this, what is happening? No, it's literally, you can't, you like. Am I supposed to stomp it, it out? Am I supposed to stop it? Because it doesn't say. Well, it doesn't, it's it, it, encouraging. So encouraging could just be like, someone says, hey, what's a gay? And then you as a teacher are like, what do you mean by that? That could be considered encouragement. What if, what if. What if, but okay, so let's say that a student is like, let's say that I'm in a class, right? And we're not even talking about sexual identity. We're in math class. We're in sure. math class. And I'm like, hey, guys, did you know that seven times eight is 56? And they're like, hey, I think I might be gay. And everyone else in class is like, I don't know what I am. What are you? And they all start talking about it. All right. So at this right. point, is it my job as a teacher to, like, I can't, I can't encourage it. Fine. I didn't, I didn't call Oh, right. Because you've been a teacher. So you know this scenario. Yeah. I've been a teacher, not a math teacher, but I've been a teacher. Or kids just start fucking talking amongst themselves. Yeah. Uh, and so like as a teacher then am I supposed to then stamp this out like I have to stop a discussion that is happening in my and again in many classrooms there are often like active groups happening where there's like students peeled off doing other things and to an extent like obviously if the if we're talking about like uh and I, here's something that's interesting let's say we're talking about just current affairs and we're trying to learn all the members uh, like all the cabinet positions of the government and we get to right. the united states uh secretary of transportation do you know who the united states secretary of transportation is <laughs> i do now <laughs> yeah because we talked about this earlier it's pete Buttigieg. wonderful Buttigieg. Pete. everyone's favorite person to make fun of because quite frankly he's the worst <laughs> But Pete Buttigieg, which he's not the worst for being gay. He's just the worst on everything else political. Uh, Pete Buttigieg is gay, has a husband named Chase. They're adorable together. I will say that. They are super cute. Oh. Uh, they are super cute together. They, I mean, they take cute. great pictures. They take great pictures. They Instagram is fire. I won't take that away from them. But having said that, I think the, 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 the real problem here is like, all right, so if I'm in a classroom and it 
Pete Buttigieg gets brought up and now we start talking about well Pete Buttigieg has a husband am I supposed to just like be like no 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 and erase like how do I respond to that as a teacher that doesn't get my entire school district in trouble and more importantly there's another little point that we have not brought out that I knew I think we should is uh four which says a parent of a student may bring an action against the school district to obtain a declaratory judgment that a school district procedure or practice violates this paragraph and seek injunctive injunctive excuse me relief a court may award damages and shall award reasonable attorney fees and court costs to a parent who receives declaratory or injunctive relief so they're doing this they're doing the same thing that texas is doing which they're basically just deputizing citizens but that, to go that takes after a, but this, the things this takes that weird, they dislike this takes a weird uh road though because if you notice it's not to go after the teacher it's going after the school district and so every teacher right. has to go through this whole process of getting their curriculum like approved if you're and sometimes you have flexibility to make your own but a lot of times it gets handed to you so then if the curriculum itself it can be proven like like for instance something as simple as talking about the secretary of transportation of the united states can bring up a discussion about gender identity then do we just not talk about the secretary of transportation of the united states to avoid getting sued by a parent because how many times transportation is not even important jay but i'm saying like we're literally (laughs) we're literally erasing like like just knowledge that needs to be that should be passed about and that should be known we're literally erasing it and for what like what what are we really stop trying to stop like you're not gonna what are you hoping to accomplish if you're a conservative parent are you just hoping they're that your, trying, your kids never do you think your child will not their be kids gay? in closet basically I think, and i think i think the thing and and this is a hard thing to say and admit for me but um i've seen it and it's that a lot of uh anti-lgbt people would rather have a dead kid than a gay kid yeah i agree or at least a, a miserable set and and i i thought this the other day i was like why do conservatives because if make they it? can't if they can't accomplish masculinity or femininity if they cannot conform to the gender and sexuality expectations then they are useless to the cause and um so they see gay children as just honestly it's a way to purge gay and trans people from society because they when you're depressed you have a a shorter life expectancy I was going to say, I, I don't know. So I, I think it's to, and I don't know, it might be over, over, uh, over analyzing, but I don't think it can be to purge gay and trans people from society. I think it's, I don't think they can, they realize that because you can't remove it. It's almost like it's a push to go back to a time where it's just, you know, not acknowledged and didn't exist. Yeah. In, I mean, but that's the thing. Cause it's always existed. It's just not acknowledged. I'm not going back in the closet. Like, Correct. Yeah, I, I, I get that. We've had that conversation. No one's, no one's trying to put you back in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I think the no, thing. No, they though, are. They are. But I think. I th- but I think the thing is, is it's not. It's, I, I don't think even think it's a. So I think it's it's because for people who are already out and and there's not a put back in the. Closet, it's also a thing they they think that they think that if you just say the word gay or if you just mention someone's gonna be gay, right? That that someone's <laughs> like like basically it's this whole thing of as trans people as gay people we are predatory recruiters rather than the fact that we are just trying to find a world in which it is okay to be ourselves. Yeah, and that's what 
And the thing is, is that when your kids aren't allowed to express themselves in a way that is on the up and up, your kids are going to fucking find other people to express themselves to that may not be in their best interest. Like the amount of um, particularly, and I I mean, I'm only know about this because of being a gay trans dude, but like there are plenty of fucking assholes out there primed and ready to take hella advantage of like young people who don't feel it included. I agree with you on, on this and a lot of aspects and a lot of what you're saying. Uh, and I'm not saying I disagree with anything. I, I'm saying that I, it's okay. Give me a second. I'm going to put this together because uh, it's a couple yes, of different thoughts I that believe are attached to this. So I first of all believe that there's this weird normaliza- this normalization of heterosexuality as chasteness. So like if yes. you see like like if you see a man and woman embracing and kissing on television, it's romantic. If you see two men embracing or two women embracing, it's lewd or it's pornographic. And right. I think this that that othering is so that you can then say okay we need to protect our children from sex because no one is going to be like let's let children have sex no one's going to take that stance so by taking and forcing uh anything gay to be about sex anything trans to be about like oh this is just sex and i think that's why they they paint to your point trans and gay people as sexual predators like oh they're just gonna sex you they're gonna come around with their sexy sex they're Uh, gonna sex you (laughs) with their sexy sex they're gonna sex you with their sexy (laughs) sex right and so like they paint it as that and it's it's and i think that's why to a sense gay marriage was such a, a big step because it's not about sex. It's just about two people who are just joining their lives together for tax purposes. That's really what it's about. <laughs> and so like... I just want to visit you in the hospital when you're dying. Yeah. It, 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 and that's why it's su- that's why it was such a big step because it was kind of desexualizing yeah. gayness. And, and so what this is, this feels like, it's almost like, to your point, a push to make being gay about sex so that then yes. we can be like, well, don't talk about it to the children. And... And in doing that, it's in removing them from society. And by them, I mean people who are gay, people who are trans. By removing uh, that from society and from even from what we talk, it becomes this hushed thing where we don't talk. Well, about and it. if you're if you're a school district person who is hiring people, mm-hmm. and you are concerned about the liability of somebody speaking about their like gay husband at school, you're probably going to be much more likely to hire teachers who are heterosexual because them mentioning their husbands or wives won't be as problematic as a gay person. Correct. And trans people, just right off the bat, of course students will have questions if they're... Especially at a younger age, just because this is is probably their first time like encountering someone who's trans and having like a legitimate long interaction with them where questions are expected. Because again, you're a teacher, so you're expected to feel questions. Oh yeah, I I honestly... It's it's honestly a joy when I walk by like a small child and they're like, Mom, what's going on? Like I will hear little kids like ask questions about my gender. And I honestly think it's great because I'm I'm happy that these kids are asking their parents those questions. But it just goes to show that these kids have those questions because they know that there's more than what they've been presented with. I think that which I agree with and also like so I've been a teacher and I was uh, I was overseas in Korea where for a lot of students that I had and I've had teachers who this was like way more than so 
the case for me because I was closer into a city and I had more students who were from America. This wasn't 100% the case. But for some students, right. I was the first black person they'd ever seen, like in person. Like they see wow. black people on TV. They see black did people on TV. Did they try to take selfies with you? Uh, a lot of Koreans did, which was really awkward and weird. <laughs> Um, but like, I, were a you lot like of, famous in Korea? Cause you're like, also yeah, you're of, like tall as shit. I'm very tall. Yeah. There's a lot of black people, uh, that when they go to Korea, get that kind of treatment because it's just like, especially in certain places. So I had a friend who was, uh, did in it a feel much good or weird? Place. It's weird. Like, very weird. Is it's it, weird. Is it, like, I mean, how great does it feel that if someone's just taking pictures of you? Like I get it. Like if you're a celebrity or you've done something and people are taking pictures right. of you, it makes sense. Cause it's like, well, at least I know why this is happening. Like if I'm Denzel Washington, yeah. you're taking pictures of me. It's like, I get it. I'm fucking Denzel Washington. Yeah. But if I'm just dude who's eating Wudon by himself in a <laughs> In a goddamn shop, and people are walking by, like taking right. pictures of me, and like all of my students would just take, like I, I just yeah, got it out of their system because we had we had tablets to teach with, so I just to get it out of their system. They were all like, "Can we take pictures?" I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Anyone who wants to take a picture, take pictures. And I, I guarantee you, a lot of them were like, "Look, this black person. This is the only black person I've ever met. Look at this." And <laughs> I, was, I was huge as well, which added to it. So, but I think I've I've been in that scenario though, where because of being black, when we talked about uh, historical things, like if we talk about the 1950s or 1960s, fortunately, at least. Uh, this is not so much a fortunate thing as much as it's just I worked for a faculty manager who was like willing and open for me to talk about like the difference between what the 50s and 60s were like for black people versus uh, what for you know for other people and especially from the you, context you of got to talk America. about that in Korea yeah yeah we talked oh, wow, about that's cool yeah especially in the context of America we, we would yeah. always kind of tie it into parts of their lessons that actually really kind of tied to them but I think yeah. part of it was just because many of them wanted to go to school in America or wanted to you know come to, you know to come here with their parents or, or work right. here with their parents or had previously lived in America they had questions about things they had seen about like because uh, they they heard about you know racism but no one ever explained it to them it never been talked about right and the thing that I would say about that is uh, a lot of what you believe comes from your formative years and I don't think it's one person I don't think one teacher impacts you so heavily that you're like I believe everything this one teacher taught me but I right. think it does however give you perspective into things that you've been taught and that you've been and that you you know that over time helps you truly form a legitimate like informed opinion of the world and i don't think i truly think that in doing this in florida uh and in other places where they're doing this too because it's not just florida that is enacting this type of legislation what right. you're doing is, is you're making your children ignorant and i don't think it's it's uh uh not intent willful it's a willful intent to make their child ignorant because they want their children to be as ignorant as they are you're not just making your children ignorant though you're also making it so that you're child can't express themselves because if your child knows that if they express a certain aspect of themselves and their teachers are legally required to report that to the parents they're going to stop expressing themselves in, in school they're going to have no outlet well okay to express themselves so i first i will say theoretically you're right but i am going to say this as a person who has been a teacher before i come yeah. get me motherfucker like like if a kid <laughs> If a child comes to me and and it's like I have no place else, I'm I'm breaking the law. Like it's and it's not even it's it's not even like a question. Breaking the law. Breaking right. The law. I'm I'm Judas Priest immediately. Breaking it's not it's not even a question. Breaking the law. 
I, I don't give I don't give a fuck about this school district. <laughs> like I don't give a and truly and I think the I think the thing that 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 gets missed is that teachers are humans at the end of the day. Yes. And they care about their students to the point where like they the do. thing that teachers do really commonly that I didn't realize until I became a teacher is I would talk about my students like oh my children. And I felt that way about them. Yeah. So if, if any one of my children or any one of the children in my classroom came up to me and were like, look, I need to talk to someone and then they were like I'm trans I'm gay I'm not outing them I'm not and and even and if they're like I, I will ask like have you talked to your parents will you talk I can't talk to them they're x they're y we're done I'm not this is now just with me and I'm not I'm, I don't give a fuck like I don't care about and if your parents want to sue the school if the school wants to have an issue with me so be it and I think I think the the, the thing about this law and I'm not trying to downplay it because I, I do truly think this is harmful and dangerous and it should not be a law but this is one of those instances where i dare you to like you just gonna have to come for me because this at this point this child means way more than all of your bullshit and this is bullshit and i would rather you just come for me and i take it because this child needs me now and i can't be worried about your fucking bullshit and i don't know a teacher that's worth their salt that would be fucking caring about this if a child came to them in in a bad situation any teacher that's worthwhile and this is why we should pay them so much more truly because they don't they put up with this bullshit and they put up with stuff that that they take things that that other human beings just can't and so like i just it's it's truly uh and we're we're running over time so we got to wrap but i just truly i just truly don't think there's going to be some teachers obviously that are like you know i got i got bills rule break i I can't be breaking rules but i don't think that it's for a teacher that that the child would be most comfortable coming up to talk to i think that teacher is going to be like fuck this shit bro i'm with and and they should i hope so and hopefully we're the same way hopefully teachers of of florida unite and strike (laughs) just honestly i i I I would love it I would love I to guess see it. before we we go out, I just want to say that like as a a person who was a child and a youth in Florida where they very much didn't want to talk to us about sex, I didn't have any sex ed. I still am a slut and I'm still gay and I'm still trans. So you can take those things away. You're not gonna change who people are. Yeah. Ultimately, I, I think they're they're not gonna change who people are. But it's almost as if they just want to try to harm and remove those people as much as possible from social. Yes. From so society's eyes, I guess. So having said that, because uh, we gotta close. V, if people want to find you to talk to you about how much crows and Bothell miss you. Okay, so if you want to talk to me about the crows and Bothell, or we can talk about, um, I don't know, just like how good a mechanic shop smells. Like we can talk about <sighs> anything. Oh my God. Um, Why do they smell you so good? Can, they, <laughs> it's pure sex, baby. Uh, <laughs> All the lube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can find me on uh, Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. And you can find me on the TikTok. Uh, that's at vchatty, V-E-E-C-H-A-T-T-I-E. And uh, Jay, where can people find you if they want to talk to you about uh, how strong your dog is uh if you want to talk about my dog's very buff chest um (laughs) (laughs) she does push-ups every day uh you can you can uh you can find me on twitter and on instagram at adjective underscores j you can find the show at uh on both those sites on on twitter and on instagram at frowntown pod we're also on twitch uh twitch.tv front slash frowntown we're on good pods we are currently sitting at a steady little number four which is fun uh we 
hit number one, which was dope, but we're, you know, fluctuating. First of all, thank you for listening when to us this, on Good Pods. When this ends, when this ends very soon, Good Pods, they're going to be like, yo, how did you like this podcast? Just, just press the five stars. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. More importantly, do not give me anything less than five stars. I will find you. <laughs> I will, and I will get my stars. Um, but- <laughs> By whatever means necessary. Uh, why did this turn into Taken? Um, oh, wow. <laughs> if, you, if you don't give me my stars, I will find you. I have, <laughs> I have a very particular very set of special skills. <laughs> a very particular set of skills. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to us. We really appreciate it. Uh, tell your friends about us. Please, uh, I will not find you. I actually don't have a particular set of skills. I can't even find my keys some days. Um, <laughs> Um, thank you for listening. I, I let's let's just leave it with Fcon. 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 Right. Fcon. Fcon. Yeah.